0: Welcome to episode 11 of the Dirty Water Podcast. Today is October 6th. I'm Chris. This is Billy. We're doing our thing. We're in the midst of the NBA Finals. Stanley Cup's now behind us. Uh, we got a little Major League Baseball playoffs going on. It was a quick little three-game set last week. Now we're into the divisional round. Obviously, football is what is pretty much taking everything over at this point. Billy, you
1: fired up today? Yeah, I am. I, it's, it's another week where it's like, man, I so much is happening that it almost feels like we need more, more than one show a week to keep up. But we'll do what we can as we go along here. Um, I'm realizing these early week shows are completely
0: screwing my football picks. As you just told me off air, I had not one but two picks that flipped because of a point.
1: Yeah, because because of, of a point spread, and and that as sucks. you know, anyone who gambles knows those lines move as people bet on one side or the other. You did happen to be on the wrong side of two of those that came this week, where you lost by half. Otherwise, a point. I would have beaten Billy again, like I keep doing. Every nope, because no, I beat beat by three games. Speaking of which, let's get into the recap. Um, MLB picks last week, we picked all eight series. I was six and two. Uh, two of those wins have a little asterisks by them though because we actually picked them after the games started however both the teams i picked were losing at the time so i'm still going to count them you were three and five the ones that i lost on were the cubs who i got to own up to that one i thought they were gonna smack the 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 marlins uh, Marlins, and it wasn't even gonna be close Um, and then mikey's cardinals He's got his St. Louis hat on right now. You guys now. laid
0: down, man. But I'll tell you what, Slam Diego, they just, they're just they on it right now.
1: Yeah, they got really hot. I mean, they, they took the first game, and then the second game, they were up, I think, as late as the fifth or the sixth. And then, uh, I mean, Tatis took over, hit like two dingers. The, this Padres-Dodgers series is going to be exciting. Yeah. I, I hope I...
0: you guys stay up for these West Coast games, because that is absolutely going to be the series of this round.
1: Yep. Um, NBA, all of our picks were, you know, series finishing for the finals. So... Um, it's, we're only three games in, and it's not 3-0, so I'm not going to claim wins or losses on those yet, but they are looking good if you watched uh, for what I picked for the finish there, but we'll save that for next week. Uh, NCAA football, I mean, I texted you after Saturday night. I, I, I might need to retire from those. I'm, I am not doing well overall on NCAA football picks. I was 1-4 this past week. Um, I'm not making excuses for Billy. In fairness, with all the COVID,
0: with with the amount of different teams having different amounts of practice, sometimes they're hitting, sometimes they're not. I think before Navy lost that opening week game to BYU, they it, it was turned out they hadn't hit at all in preseason practice at all, like zero. They lost that game like fifty nine nothing. Man, this this college football is real tricky,
1: right? It's now. it's hard, but you <laughs> know what? I mean, I'm I'm. I'm choosing to pick them, so I got to right. own up to the picks. It was a winning week as a whole for me, though, so it's okay if just one of those areas I struggled in a little bit. Um, NFL, I was 9-6 and six this week. Again, we only had 15 games because the Steelers and Titans got pushed to later in the season. Um, you were 6-9, first of all. I nice. Got, I got to do better than that, but I
0: got screwed twice, which would have made me 8-7 and seven and by the transitive property of this Bud Light Seltzer. I would have beaten <laughs> Billy last week.
1: Well, listen, we all know that Chris is uh, not the sharpest with numbers. That's why I'm on the podcast. Uh, he has hot takes like that that just sometimes aren't right. I do like hot cakes, man. <laughs> oh, man. I It's so freaking good. As a whole, four weeks in, quarterway through the NFL season, I am 36, 25 and 2. You are 30, 31 and 2. It's early. So, so you're sitting First right around quarter. 500. I'm feeling great about where I'm at. All those picks are on the spread. I'm a closer. I'm a closer. Um, that's the recap. I mean, other than that, like, the only other thing is I can say, NCAA football, I got to give a shout-out to my Wahoos. We were supposed to lose by 28 points, and we kept it two possessions most of the game yeah. versus number one Clemson. You we battled what is fine. virtually an NFL team, so yeah. that's, actually, that's actually a pretty good accomplishment. Shout-out Wahoos. Okay, let's go to Major League Baseball. We have a game on right now. It's the Astros and the A's. Come on, A's. Nobody's rooting for the
0: Astros. I don't even think they're rooting for them in Houston. Because they know they're cheaters. Come on, Oakland. Trash buckets. Trash buckets. Yeah, come on. The buckets, man. The damn
1: trash buckets. This is a segment that I'm going to name two A-words talking about two A-words. This is asshole one, asshole two, talking about the Astros, who are also assholes, and the A's. Right. So a lot of A's happening. We like the Um, A's. Yeah, this was, uh, if we recall last week, I... Picked the Astros, but I said I was nervous about it and I didn't want it to happen because I was worried that they were going to get some momentum and somehow kind of get something going in the playoffs. And that's exactly what it looks like it's happening. Um, I picked a line earlier before this game started. This was after the Astros had already taken the first game in the series versus the A's. Uh, the Astros were minus 220. A's were plus 180. As this game is going on right now, Astros are up 3-2 to two in the bottom of the fourth, so this game could go either way. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't love the the odds here on either team because I don't believe that the A's are going to pull this out, unfortunately. But minus 220 is, is just, you know, it's a little bit of a heavy favorite. Obviously, you can't actually bet that, so I'm not going to make a pick on it because the game's going on. That's kind of unfair. Um, any thoughts on, I mean, this series? I've I what... kind of
0: a qu- question for you. So despite seeds, whatever, I think – I think it's pretty well assumed that the Yankees and the Astros are the favorites here. They've, they've been there the last several years. The Yankees came into the season, I think, as the odds-on favorite in the AL. The Astros have gone through all the crap they've gone through, but we know they're a talented team. Yeah. Mathematically, between what Vegas is giving you, what is a better play going the Rays' direction as a dog or going the A's direction as a dog? Because I. I'll admit as much as I don't want to admit it at this point, what I've seen so far in the first round and game one, I kind of feel like we're inevitably looking at a Yankees Astros ALCS. And I didn't think that a week ago because I really liked the Indians. I thought the White Sox would beat the A's. But all that's right. out the window now from what I'm seeing today. It looks like Yankees Astros.
1: It really looks like Yankees Astros. But well, if if you were gonna go Had down, to if you were gonna dog. go down a
0: road right now, which road do you go down?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, I'll I'll just put this game out of mind. It's close enough that it's not like you know the Astros are definitely gonna win another. Knowing that both the Rays and the A's are down a game right now, the A's are plus one eighty underdogs. The Rays are plus two thirty. I like the Rays just because of what I've seen them do against the Yankees specifically in the regular season. Um, again, they won seventy five percent of the games they played versus the the Yankees in the regular season. So they know how to beat them, um, you know, given that it's a, a five-game series now instead of the three-game series we saw in the wild card, I think it's much more reasonable to come back from one to zero, um, and honestly, you know, the A's, I think, got to have a couple injuries, and, and you know, they were real looked really, really good, and I really liked them going into uh, probably about halfway through the season, and they just don't look the same, the Astros are kind of getting hot, and, you know, I, I, I would take the Rays as dogs because, one, you get better money, and, two, they've shown they can beat the team that they're up against. I, I tend to agree with you. I, 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 like
0: the, I love the Rays starting pitching. I don't love the A's starting pitching. I don't love the A's right now. They did tail off as the season completed. Uh, and it's, they they, they survived that White Sox series. I, I really didn't think that was going to happen. I, I don't have a lot of confidence in Oakland right now today. God, if this series was a month ago or even three weeks ago, I would have a completely different opinion. Yeah. That's how baseball is. Baseball streaky. There there's segments of seasons now, as you get into the postseason. It just changes. Uh, I'm, so I'm kind of holding on to Tampa here uh, because they've got the starting pitching. Better than the Yankees right now. The Yankees are throwing a 21-year-old pitcher out there tonight in Game 2 of a playoff series. Yeah. I mean, what's his reaction
1: going to be just to the, to the situation? Uh, it's got to almost help him that there is no crowd. Right, yeah, you would think so. And that was something um, – I forget who – I was listening to another podcast and they had a a former MLB pitcher on there and he was talking about it and he was like, if there's anybody that he thinks it helps, it's the young guys. The young guys that, you know, for once, they're not going to have this like immense pressure of like, you know, the size of a a college pitching crowd, you know, Mm -hmm. assuming they came through college and not minors or something. Um, the, The crowd and the noise and the intensity is very different between minors, college and what they're doing in a playoff MLB game. So, I Agree, you know, I, I tend to see those young guys actually benefit a little more uh, w- Would be a good way to think about it, but my two picks in the uh, AL I'm still holding on to the Rays plus 230 because I like the underdog value um, But I would go with Astros minus 220 over the A's uh, I just think they unfortunately have some stuff going not that I want them there. Okay, National League um, We'll start with Marlins Braves. Marlins Braves game one just wrapped up a few minutes ago here for us. Braves won it nine to five. Who thought the Marlins would even freaking be here? That's
0: insane on its own. Aside from the fact that they're a team of no-names. And at the end of the previous series, their best their best hitter breaks his wrist on a on a fastball. And here they are, the Florida, the Miami Marlins, the Florida Marlins, whatever we're calling them, Mattingly led. Yep. This is crazy. I don't even really even know who's in their damn lineup. I got to think the Braves are going to take them with, with the offensive year they've had. But, man, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like the Braves here. And I don't have a line because the game just ended. Right. So, so when I was looking, they had pulled the lines because the game was going on. They haven't put one out yet. But, yeah, I mean, I thought the Cubs were going to sweep the Marlins in right. the wild card series. I definitely didn't think they were going to be here. The whole season, it was like, okay, the, the Marlins are first or second in their division. Well, we first last or second I remember their division.
0: back in episodes uh, yeah. one and two. They had like a three and two record in first place because like at that point the Braves are 500 having played like a dozen games already. Because the Marlins were the ones hit by COVID first. Right. And and here we are a couple months later, and they're still freaking playing. Good for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is the end of the line for them. Um, if So I, I will say my official pick is going to be for the Braves, not even knowing what the line is, unless the Braves are like minus 400 or they more. They might be. Which uh, they could be around there. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll count the pick if the Braves are minus 400 or better odds. So, like, a minus 380, minus 350. I really don't think the Marlins can pull this one off. I'm really impressed, you know, just honestly with their ability to even win a playoff series given the year they've had and what they were last year. I mean, a huge turnaround for them. So, great for them. But I'm going Braves assuming it's minus 400 or
0: Let's get into the series of excitement because it's the odds-on favorite against Slam Diego. Yep. And this is fun. This is the first time these two teams have ever played a playoff series against each other. Being so close in proximity, it's actually – Kind of surprising.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it, it should be super fun. The, the downside to this, all betting aside, is that every game is going to be at like 10 p.m. Um, so you got to stay up late to watch you it. You
0: working from home now. Are you really telling me <laughs> that because a baseball game starts, I believe, at 9.38 p.m., you can't stay up till like 12.30 because, oh, I'm sorry for those of you, which is like 99% of you, not bartenders, who work from home, you like roll over and log into something and boom you're at work so i think you guys will be okay oh we'll be okay but... watch some freaking west coast baseball because <laughs> this is probably the most exciting series of the four
1: it is incredibly ironic that i'm the 25 year old telling the 40 year old that he needs to go to bed on time Unbelievable. Um, <laughs>
0: but but we don't have... get me started on my whole thing about your generation no i'm kidding <laughs>
1: I'm not kidding, but yeah, you're not kidding. But but (laughs) it's probably better that we keep that off. Yeah, yeah, we'll say sports guys. So, the Dodgers are minus two eighty favorites. So pretty heavy favorites, given that no games have been played yet. Padres, you can get at plus two thirty. My first thought is, I I have two thoughts in my head, and they're conflicting with each other. Right? My thought is the Dodgers are going to win this series. They're the better team. Their pitching staff is fucking phenomenal. And then the other one is minus 280 is a really heavy favorite for not even like having played a game yet um and these are rivals who know each other well right right so i I mean i gotta just yeah this is one of those where i need to tell myself not to overthink it i think the dodgers are gonna win it's not the best odds we've ever seen in the world but talking yourself out of what looks to be the best team in baseball right now just because you don't like the numbers seems kind of silly i'm gonna go with the dodgers You know. I think this one won't go more than four games. I'm going to ask
0: you a follow-up question from a few minutes ago then. I believe the Rays were plus 230, and the Padres are plus 230. Correct. Which 230 do you like better? Of those two,
1: let's take the other two series out of it. Ooh, that's a hard question because those series are in different spots, right? So the Rays are already down a game. The Padres, um, you know, obviously a game hasn't been played yet. The first one will be tonight. Um, So with that being said, I kind of – that, the logic, because they're not even down yet, should say Padres. But because I, I truly think – I think the Dodgers are better than the Yankees, and the Rays have shown they can beat the Yankees. I still like the Rays' as underdogs more than I like the Padres' as underdogs. Um, but, you know, I, I wouldn't fight you if you said that the Padres had a better chance.
0: No, I actually I – uh, I tend to agree with you. I, I still love what Tampa's throwing on their starting staff. I love the Yankee matchup because, obviously, they've proven they are not intimidated by the New York Yankees. As a matter of fact, I got also point where's the other way. And there's a, of, there's a lot of smoke in that series, too. If the, I've said this from the beginning. If the L.A. Dodgers don't win the World Series this year... tragedy. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's a, co- it's a complete dumpster fire because they have everything experienced on the last three years, and this being the fourth in a row, where they've won, and they've won the division like seven, eight years in a row... They probably have the best offense in the National League. Maybe them and the Braves are close. They definitely have the best starting staff. Their bullpen is as good as anyone else's. It's not necessarily dominant, but they've got everything. They added Mookie in the offseason, and they were dominant without him last
1: year. You know who it, I who I love in their bullpen is uh Dustin May. Oh a my God! Long ginger hair,
0: 99 mile an hour slider. That literally goes crazy. like six
1: feet, yeah, diagonal. Was,
0: yeah. That thing is crazy. He's awesome.
1: Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm going to lean Dodgers there. Um, that's all But you baseball. like the Rays
0: better than the Padres and you're plus 230. That was my Yeah, question.
1: yes, exactly. Even they're though they're, they're both a at plus 230. I still like the Rays a little more just because they've, they've proven they can beat the Yankees. The Padres do not have as good of a record against the Dodgers th- throughout this season. So I got to lean towards the Rays, even though they're down a game. I just think the Dodgers. Are right that as good. we're
0: saying, the Springer's hitting a home run for the Astros, taking a five-two lead here in the fifth. We're doing a little play-by-play in the Dirty Water Podcast.
1: Yeah. So George Springer solo home run. Astros up five to two. Come on, them, Ace. Fifth. Come on. A little basketball. Yeah, that's all let's I got for baseball. So let's let's go to the NBA Finals. Lakers are up two to one. The Heat just stole a game two nights ago. Jimmy Butler had 40, 10 and eleven, or you know, forty point triple double. Um, is there hope for these Heat? No, no? zero, none. The the
0: Lakers and, and specifically Anthony Davis were absolute bums in Game Three. I, I was actually very disappointed at their effort. Um, they were jacking threes, just contested bad shots early. The shot clock unnecessary. They just weren't playing with any fire. Uh, it's not an excuse thing. It's just reality. They they the Lakers brought absolutely nothing to the table. And still early in the fourth quarter, the game was tied. They're significantly better than Miami. I heard Jalen Rose said on ESPN the other day they're they're fighting out of two completely different weight classes. I see no reason why LeBron doesn't yell at the fucking troops. In fact, apparently he did after Game Three. Um, get their shit together. Get their shit together. Yeah. Game Four and Five, Laker Laker. It's done. Billy, I, is is this like the most anticlimactic, unexciting end to an NBA season? I I I feel like yeah, honestly, I feel like kind of. It sounds terrible, but like nobody cares. So the
1: the other. The but other the playoffs
0: were literally were great.
1: Right, the other equivalent was when what Golden State swept the Cavs in the finals like 2 years ago, 3 years ago or right. something. Um that one also people were like this is this doesn't fucking matter. But, like, but it's funny because LeBron didn't have Kyrie anymore. This wasn't going to be a series, but, our, uh, but, but yeah, world, it, it is the same vibe for sure.
0: Our world was in such a place where we needed sports to come back so badly and when the bubble started, the hockey and, and the basketball bubble, it was just it was sports mania. It was great. Baseball had just been going for a week or so at that point. And we're about to get to a point now where we're losing it all and it's just going to be football on the weekends and that's it. But I don't know. So you, you would think just that alone would make it exciting. And I'm, I'm probably just projecting my own feelings here. Who is a basketball person? I'm like, yeah, Lakers will win the series. Yeah, thanks thanks for playing. That's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, there, there's a couple things that I think contribute to that feeling that this finals is not as exciting as some of the others we've seen in recent years. And and one of them is the, the injury to Gordon Dra- Dragic and Bam Adebayo. Bam, Bam um, uh, is, a, is a maybe for tonight, I think. Maybe for tonight. So that, you know. Heat were already big dogs. When you hear about that, it makes them even bigger underdogs. It's kind of just like, all right, you know, let's just get this over with. Is it
0: just that we needed Celtics-Lakers? And I'm not saying this is a Celtics fan. It's fans kind of it. is. That, is that what, I, this would be completely different, yeah.
1: wouldn't it? It, it? That kind of goes to my next point, is I think that would be better for ratings. And what else would be better for ratings is stop playing the fucking NBA final games on Sundays. Or, or the NBA playoff games in general. Like the Sunday well, afternoon, you, and Sunday well, put evening. Well, you're not going to like, play on Saturdays, you're up against college football then. I mean, you're kind of
0: screwed either way. You're either against college football, the best game, the best couple of primetime games of the day are Saturday night, or you're at least going up against Sunday night football. Their attempt is to start the game 45 minutes earlier. It's a failed attempt. I mean, unless you literally want to go Friday and then don't play until Monday, which actually isn't the worst idea. Um, that's what baseball did. So baseball in the first round, with the American League, they actually played all their, or I'm sorry, with both with three game series. Sorry, with all the series, other than that Cubs rainout that forced them to play on that Saturday. Everything scheduled last week in baseball was, was during the week, right. and they took a couple. They took the weekend days off to not compete with bask. I'm sorry, with football, and now they picked things up on Monday. And I got to be honest, I'm a little more into the Major League Baseball playoffs right now than I am into the NBA finals. Uh, and, and maybe it's... Has to be right, they're,
1: they're doing... For baseball, they're doing a good job at one, scheduling them, like, when there's no other thing, so... When there's no football. It's, re, re, it's really re, all about football. So even on, even on Mondays, right? Like, yesterday, there were two games, and they scheduled them starting, like, a little earlier in the day right. than Monday Night Football. Now four and games today, this is great. Just, they, they just seem a little more conscious of it than, than and the NBA does, and maybe the NBA just thinks they can bully around NFL, which I, I think is a losing it battle, but... It is absolutely a losing battle. Uh, okay, besides why we think this is boring... Um, the lines are Lakers minus fourteen hundred. Again, they have a two to one lead here. Eight, the Heat are plus eight hundred uh, for this next game specifically. The Lakers are minus eight point favorites. Uh, the Heat are plus eight point underdogs on the money line. The Lakers are minus three forty-five, and the Heat are plus two thirty-five. Now. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I'm not going to pick the Lakers at minus 1,400 because it's. There's zero, there's, less there's, than zero value. There's no value to get there. But I do think this game is going to be. I, I think this, this series lasts two more games. I think the Lakers take it home in five. Um, and I don't even love Lakers minus 345 on, on the money line. So I would almost tend to lean into that minus eight point spread, get even money on the spread, think the Lakers are going to win by more than eight. I really, I, I do, get, especially given that Bam may not play. Uh, Dragic, is Dragic is out. Not like, Jimmy's not going to be able to drop a 40-point triple-double every night. No, that
0: was insane. Great effort, Jimmy Butler.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolute credit to him. But um, I'm going to take, for my bet this week, just a minus 8 for Game 4. Lakers are going to win by 10-plus. A little, little football? Um, bef- yes, football. Um, before that – Or you got something else with this. Yeah, just, I just wanted to sprinkle in what we talked about, which was finals MVP odds. Oh, right. Um, Last time it was LeBron James was like minus 140, um, AD was plus 225, and Jimmy was like plus 900. Um, LeBron has now moved to minus 280, so twice as favorited statistically. AD is about the same, plus 230. Jimmy is now plus a thousand. What is what we've really seen? Jimmy transpire. went down after that performance in Game Three. He went down because. Because they're down 2-1. Because they're down 2-1, to one, it's really unlikely that his team is going to win, and it's really hard to win a finals MVP if your team doesn't win the series. It's possible, but so AD is now unlikely.
0: AD is now the favorite in the clubhouse, ahead of LeBron by... No, two, no, no. Oh, he AD is 280? plus
1: 230 underdog. LeBron is minus minus Oh, minus? I thought he said he was
0: plus 280. No, LeBron, the hell out LeBron of the is okay. minus
1: 280. Sorry, maybe I misspoke. Um, but he is, he is you know twice as favorite as he was before at minus 140. I think he should be. Um... You He's know, winning the MVP. AD looked good. You know, after the first two games, AD had a pretty bad He's game Terrible three. Game he was lazy. Um, and that really shot that, that option, which I threw out there in the foot. Um, you know, if you think that he'd have any chance of coming back, nobody but Jimmy is going to win MVP for them. So
0: Here's the thing. If this thing goes six or seven, if it does, yeah. you know, they, ha- they have done finals MVP on the losing team before. It's not unprecedented. Right. It's been a while. But I actually I do believe LeBron got one in one of the Warriors over Cavs series, so it has happened before. And if this, if if Jimmy keeps coming with nights like that, and this thing
1: extends, if let's just say if the Heat win a second game, that might be a great play. It might be A plus a plus at plus one thousand ten to one odds is is you know pretty significant. What I like better, you know, comparing the two, because I really don't think it's going to be much of a series. But I'm putting my Heat fan hat on here and saying okay, I think the Heat are going to come back. I think the Heat can either make it a series or they can win. The Heat to win the finals right now is – to win the series is plus 800, but Jimmy to win MVP is at plus 1,000. You know if the Heat win the finals, Jimmy's going to be MVP. Oh, well, yeah, There's no one else on that team – Like bam would have been the next guy up and he's been out for two games No, it's jimmy there's nobody else so take jimmy plus a thousand instead of taking the heat at plus 800 you get better money and it's essentially the same bet it's true good point and there's a slight
0: slight slight chance that jimmy could win it if they lose
1: and yeah yeah even a chance that they don't you don't have to hit the plus 800 to get the plus thousand so one way to think about it okay let's jump to ncaa football before we get to nfl um yeah again i i haven't been good on these picks. I've, I've been 500, I think, two weeks in a row, and then last week I was one and four. So
0: I just quickly want to jump in and interrupt for a second. How about yeah. those dogs? The Georgia dogs, baby, our dogs here. That's right. We- at, the, at the DC Doghouse, they kicked Auburn's ass, and that was a number seven ranked team. Yeah. And they disallowed any offense from Bo Nix until some garbage stuff in the fourth quarter. That was a performance.
1: That was a performance, and it's on one of the four games I want to preview. I decided this week just to talk about four games, the only four this weekend that are between all top 25 opponents, like each team is top 25. Um, We'll start there um, since you made it a nice, easy segue. Number 14, Tennessee, is on the road at number three, Georgia. Georgia is minus 12.5 point favorites. Um, Tennessee on the money line is plus 380 if you like them outright. Um, I I think that defensive performance by Georgia is one of the best. I'm gonna say the second best defensive performance I've seen all college football. The only other one being uh, Miami held another ACC team to three points. Florida State. Florida State, but but Florida State is a bad team. I know, but that was was Auburn. That was yeah. No, it's a very different when it's the number seven team. I I still think that Miami performance was incredible and nobody expected that. We'll get to them in a second, but. The Georgia defense is incredible. Yeah. They didn't play JT Daniels. We knew he was back and healthy and available. They decided to go. Um, it's interesting that there's going to be a quarterback controversy
0: because I don't. There, there's now three quarterbacks in that room now that Daniels is back. They already made change number one during the opening game versus Arkansas, which, yeah. which worked. Um,
1: yes. Yeah, so Scotty, could
0: you imagine transferring out of USC to Georgia? fully expecting to take the job. And not and playing in the never, first two games. You may never get on the field. It yeah. Can, it can happen. College football is weird with the that. It can happen.
1: Yeah. So the guy that played for Georgia was Stetson Bennett. First of all, Stetson is an all time like Southern gentleman boy quarterback name. He played well the um, you what, He's playing for He did. He, he, he didn't make a whole lot of mistakes, didn't have any turnovers, which is all you can really ask for they in a ran college the hell game. He of it, which is what they want to do. Um, You know, in this game versus Tennessee, I haven't seen you know any you know I haven't seen Tennessee play enough good teams to think that they're going to stand a shot. This this. is the best
0: Tennessee team in a long time. Tennessee was a great program for years and years and years, and then Fulmer retires, and they really have been crap for almost 20 years now. This is probably their return to, I don't want to say prominence because that's an overstatement, but to like the upper the upper half of the SEC. I, this is the wrong team for them to try to do anything with. Though I, I, I think right now, and I'm trying to be objective, I, I think the Georgia Bulldogs are the best team in the country right now. That, that, that. Wow. They dominated. That Auburn. is a strong They dominated take. Auburn. I mean, they dominated a top ten team, and it wasn't close. That thing was seventeen nothing quick, and they just—it was a physical, just destruction. And here's the thing, and I was listening to, to. Um, uh, Kirby on TV the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't blitz the whole game. Their front four did all that by themselves. Wow. Typically, Georgia has to dial up a lot of blitzing because they're very strong up front, but maybe not as athletic and they need their backers to make plays. He didn't blitz at all. That was strictly the front four, which is what Clemson is known for. Clemson's over beating you with that front four and not having to blitz. That's never been Georgia. It's Georgia right now. So if they're going to just dominate up front, man for man, and not need to scheme and let the back seven athletes make plays on the ball and force turnovers, they're going to be tough to beat.
1: So they're going to at, be tough. So, as I crack open my next Bud Light seltzer, Georgia is going to play 3.30 this Saturday. We'll versus have it here, you
0: know, you know where it's going to be
1: on. You know it's going to be on at Dirty Water. You know there's going to be a bunch of dog fans out watching it. Final pick, do they cover minus 12 and a half? I think they cover pretty easily. I agree with you. Okay, let's jump to... The uh, we'll stay in the SEC. Florida is at Texas A&M. Florida is number four in the AP poll. Texas A&M is number 21. Texas A&M is a six and a half point favorite at home. Texas A&M is a favorite. Uh, sorry, six and a half point underdog, underdog okay. at home. Florida is a minus 240 favorite on the money line. Um, what are your thoughts here? This is
0: the first time in a long time Florida's been a top 10, 15 team for you know for the last several years. This is the first time I'm seeing them with this kind of offense. They can score, which does scare me when they get to play Georgia in about three four weeks. Um, I feel like we're going to see a high-scoring game. I don't know about the cover, so I, if I was looking at the over-under here, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I probably yep. tend to lean on the over. I can find it. I do think we're looking at something of a shootout. Uh, six and a half. I'm going to take Florida. Minus those points, I don't think it's a blowout by any means, but I think we're looking at some kind of maybe 10-point win where it's in that like 41-31 kind of, kind of football game.
1: Okay, uh, so I'm also on Florida here. The over-under, by the way, is 57. Yeah, I like this game to have scoring like it's the Big 12. Okay, I'll write that down for you so you can claim it later if it's right. I like Florida in this game too. I have been a bit of a Kyle Trask hater. Um, well. He's playing pretty well so far this season. Admittedly, they've only played two teams that are that are not ranked, not phenomenal teams uh, in South Carolina and Mississippi. They beat Ole each. is
0: of- pretty good, though. That was a pretty good
1: win. They, 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 they especially offensively. Well, it was. It was a, Both of those were actually. I think the game flow is pretty similar, where in the first half it was pretty close, yeah. and then Ford found a way to pull it out in the second half. Um, but this is this will be their first top 25 opponent um i still think six and a half is not enough part of it is that same theory that i always have about the numbers three and seven where it's like this is a good because it's because because they only need to cover six and a half and not like seven and a half i'm much more inclined to take florida that's part of why i'm doing it um and yeah texas a&m has struggled they have some offense but they've been a little inconsistent this season so i'm going to take florida okay Then we'll switch over to two ACC games, um, or the only only two other games where both opponents are top 25. In this case, the first game that both opponents are top 20, 19, Virginia Tech at number eight, UNC. UNC is a minus five-point favorite at home, and if you like Tech, you can get them on the money line at plus 175.
0: If Tech's getting healthy from COVID, because clearly they had a bunch of guys out, not necessarily star players or starters, but... Depth matters in college football, too. If they're starting to get guys back, I like Tech because I think they've actually done a hell of a job miss- with all these guys MIA. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Hokies in this one, plus the points.
1: Yeah, so they, they have gotten more guys back. You know, we talked about week one where they had 23, 23 players and a few coaches out. They got a couple more back, but they were still in, like, the upper teens, I think, for how many people were unable to play this past week against Duke but they struggled mightily. They looked so good with second and third stringers against NC State, and I thought they'd have more back this most recent week. They probably will have a lot more back, given that it's kind of two weeks since those people had to go into contract tracing. Um, But they really struggled versus Duke, man. I mean, Duke is a team that, as a UVA fan, we played them our first week and beat them by 18, and Tech, I mean, had to have a game-winning drive just to beat them and gave up 31 points. So I like UNC... um, Sam Howell has been a little iffy, but I, I think this is a, a game where UNC wins by a touchdown plus. Uh, their recruiting, their talent level is much higher than that of Tex. I, I think, you know, Coach Mack and, and Sam Howell pull this one out for UNC by I'll a touchdown. I'll say this
0: if UNC is now the second best program in the ACC behind obviously Clemson, this is a game they've got to win and win handily. I, I, I just, I, I'm not sold yet.
1: Yeah, no, and, and nor do I think you should be sold on UNC. I think I think number eight is overranked for UNC right now. Honestly, I don't think they've proven it yet. Um, but either way, even if they were, you know, 15th over Virginia Tech at 19th, I, I still like UNC to win this game by touchdown. Um, do you want to put a pick on record there? Or are you no, I'm no, tech, Yeah, I've got the right. hookies
0: plus the points. Absolutely.
1: Okay, so. Saying that UNC is the number two team in the ACC would not be in co- uh, coherent, coherence, coordinates, could In cahoots. Are we it, in cahoots? Are we in cahoots? It would
0: not. And I in cahoots? I don't even know what we're in cahoots about, but we're in cahoots about something.
1: Well, you would not be in cahoots with the AP poll about who the second-best team in the ACC is because they are playing Clemson this week. It's number seven, Miami. Now, admittedly, number seven, number eight with UNC Miami, pretty close. Uh, I think Miami has definitely looked like the better team. They are on the road this week at the top team in the country, Clemson. Uh, Clemson is 14-point favorite, so two touchdown favorites over Miami. If you like Miami in this game, if you think they stand in any shot, great pick on the money line at plus 450.
0: College football is better. It's more exciting. It's more fun when the U is involved. I will absolutely admit that. Uh, Going back in my yesteryear, I was on the basketball staff at the U. Um, Clemson did not dominate your Cavs.
1: No, not not by what they were supposed to. They definitely so didn't cover. Based
0: on those two things, Miami's look good. Clemson maybe not as dominant. You'd lean towards the U you're covering. Yep. Clemson's going to win this game by 40. The U is not back yet. I think Diaz is doing a great job recruiting. I think they're young. I think they will be next year the u right now they're still not the u clemson who's maybe got a little bit of shaky cobwebs going not playing that dominant football i think the challenge of that ranking by miami pisses them off and I think you see Clemson who they really are this weekend. Yeah, uh,
1: I don't think it's close. I yeah, think I, I like structure. I like that little setup that you did. That you're like, oh yeah, it's great when Miami's back. Now fuck them. Um, I I actually agree with you. I'm I'm less strong about the. I don't think Clemson's going by forty, but I I think they are likely forty. Not, I think they're I think they're going to cover fourteen. Um, from everything I saw, I watched a lot of the post game presses from Clemson because obviously I'm a UVA fan. We just played them. I wanted to see what they thought of us. Um, they spoke pretty highly, thought we played well, but they were really disappointed in some of the stuff that they did, which is saying a lot. I mean When
0: well, you're as good as Clemson, that, you're playing against yourself. Yeah. You exactly. Know, that, they were they were disappointed
1: in an eighteen point win, and I really think they're gonna adjust some things and come out and, and whoop some ass here. I don't think it's gonna be forty, but I think they're gonna cover that two touchdown spread too. Um, so that's all I got for NCAA football. Mikey, how are we doing on time here? How much well, time have we got to talk good. about the NFL? We're in the zone, baby. All right, 35. So we got plenty of time to talk about some dun, NFL dun, football. Dun,
0: dun. Can we just not talk about the Jets? No, we're going to talk about the Jets.
1: <laughs> so I just want to not talk this, about it. This stuff. has been something, obviously, every week so far, we have picked every game on the spread. Um, I gave you the recap of where we we're at before. But uh, this week, it'll be nice to, to have a little bit extra time. We've got about 20 minute, 25 minutes till the top of the hour here. We can actually talk about what we're seeing. 20. Usually 20, 20 minutes, Mike, says. He wants to cut it short. He's got to go home um but but we can get it get into a little bit more analysis than than just doing rapid fire picks last week i was we're uh, there's ass there's so to try on. to get it's through true. it it's, it's little um little time now we got you but i think maybe what we'll do is still go through game by game and say yeah. these are the two then teams are playing. yeah so let's let's start the thursday night game this week tom brady and the bucks who i got to own up at the end of the podcast while we were zooming through i confused the bucks defense with the Pats defense um, if they're the same I, I'm gonna mess it up all season with, with Brady and Gronk there I, I'm gonna mix up the Bucks in the path full-time but they are at the Chicago Bears who are now no longer undefeated uh, the Bears are five-point dogs at home versus mm-hmm. Tom Brady
0: you can't give Nick Foles a job Nick Foles is the great sub ever yeah but when now it's Nick Foles the starter it all goes to crap I got the Bucks I got they're the point. They're starting to get it going now. Brady's got it going.
1: I got the Bucks as well. That's actually the exact same narrative. I, I love part of my take. Uh, if I had like podcast influencers, I think those guys from from Barstool do a great job. Uh, they're super funny. And and Big Cat says the same thing where he's like, and he's a huge Chicago fan as a whole. He's just like, we need to start Trubisky for one drive and then put Nick Foles in every single. Is game. that what he said? <laughs> That's no, what he it's said, not so true. It's, it's, it's the it's, same it's idea. It's so funny.
0: There's just some guys that can't be the guy. But when they're the other guy and they get their shot, they're great. He's that I don't understand it. But yeah, it so the,
1: the Bucks are getting um, Leonard Fournette back this week, too. Adds a little dimension. Ronald Jones did a fine job filling Ronald in for actually, in the good. they They
0: might not want to use
1: Fournette much. Um, so, the, I mean, they'll, they'll split touches. Gives, gives Matt Nagy something tough to prep against. I like the, the Bucks here, too. I think, again, five is a number that I think they should be touchdown favorites. Yeah. So, I'm going to gonna win Bucks. Okay. Uh, the Eagles and the Stillers, the battle for Pennsylvania... It's, it's like a preview of the election, which we're not going to get into politics. <laughs> but the politics Pe- it's the Pennsylvania Swing State game. The Eagles at the Steelers. The Eagles are coming off a big win of the 49ers. I know it's against a oh, second-string quarterback, well, like, and there's like some injuries. It's 49ers.
0: That was a terrible football
1: game. Um, but it's the Eagles' first win. Does this possibly give them momentum? I don't know. The Steelers are coming off a bye week, have a lot of time to prepare. The Steelers, my Steelers. Are seven point favorites at home. And it's not enough. Steelers. Okay, I've got the Steelers too. I think for me, what makes the difference is, yeah, the, the 49, the win over the 49ers. That was know, a crap football game. It was a crap football game. The 49ers played really poorly. I don't think the Eagles played Bowles particularly well. Um, and I think the Steelers, with an extra week to prepare for yeah. Philly, should handle them. I, I, I don't think that Philly's going to put up more than like 15 points yeah, here. I, the I, like Steelers the, I like the Steelers
0: by a couple touchdowns here.
1: Okay, so. Cardinals at the Jets, who you don't want to talk about, but we're going to make you anyways because I like making you uncomfortable. Cardinals are going into uh, the Jets stadium, sticky turf stadium. A lot of injuries happening there. Jets are seven-point dogs. Cardinals did just lose a game. Let me tell you something about the New York Jets.
0: (laughs) The only thing that they can do to help themselves is to dump the season and get the number one pick. And I'm going to tell you something about the Jets. They'll fuck it up. (laughs) The New York Jets, for no good reason, will win this game outright. Oh! They will cover the spread. All right. They will win on the money line. They will finish the season like 3 13. The Giants will be 2 14. And the Jets will somehow screw up getting Trevor Lawrence because the Giants will then trade that pick away to someone who wants a quarterback. And the Jets will fuck it up again by winning. The, these are the kind of games <laughs> they actually win when they just shouldn't. They're Jets. They
1: are, they're so bad that they can't even be bad, right? That, <laughs> yes, yes. The Jets win this
0: game. Jets plus seven.
1: Um, so I, I think, you know, the Cards did have, have a really poor showing and, and loss to, was it the Lions this past yeah. week? Um, I, I think this is a, a bounce-back game for the Cards. I don't think they're like Super Bowl contenders, but – they're, I mean, what, the, the Broncos won by more than seven versus the Jets. The Cardinals have to win by more than seven. I'm going to disagree with you. There's a ton of offense on the Cardinals that the Broncos didn't have in their last, was that Monday night game? Thursday, Thursday night Thursday. game. Um, so the Jets do have a little bit more rest going into this one. But, I, 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 <laughs> I, you no know, rest. Maybe. And Arizona's going
0: to fly from the west. Yeah, West I plus know. west equals Jets.
1: No, I, go, huh? I'm, I'm taking the cards here. Hopkins is gonna have 350 yards and two touchdowns, and the Jets aren't even gonna have one touchdown. So <laughs> I'm taking the Cardinals here. Um, next game, Bengals at the Bungles at the Ravens. It is a AFC North matchup. I'm waiting to hear this number because I'm I'm curious. Oh, well, let's do a guessing game. What do you think the spread is for? Obviously, the Ravens are favorite, right?
0: Right around nine and a half ten
1: it's 13 for the ravens i like the
0: bengals i All like right. it and i like the cincinnati bengals this team's getting better burrows for real i know he's I got know a the w he's got I a know, w now. i know i like this Bengals team they're not going to win this game obviously the ravens will win this game but this game's going to be much closer than people think i think this goes down to the wire to be
1: honest um so i had a this was one of the ones that i had a tougher time picking um I'm, I'm taking the ravens even with minus 13 i agree that spread seat i was that and that's the only reason i hesitated i'm like ravens are gonna win this by two touchdowns And i was like oh the spread's basically two touchdowns that's you know surprising to me um joe Burrow's coming off a win but i i am honestly really nervous i love joe burrow i like like his style even as like a division rival i'm a steelers fan i can't help but like the guy I'm worried about him. I think the Ravens are going to hit the shit out of him. I think his offensive yeah, line, we're... like, I, I, I don't know that he's going to play well. He hasn't seen a defense like this before, man. I, I'm taking the Ravens by two touchdowns here. Um, I, hope, I hope Joe Burrow makes it through this game, come on, is all come I'm going to say. All right. Uh, the Rams at the hour, hour, just because they're close by. Washington Sports Club baller, ballplayers. Kettleballers. Or kettleballers. The Washington
0: Sports Club kettleballers or treadmillers, if you will.
1: The Rams are coming across the country to go to FedEx Field and play Dwayne Haskins, who has looked pretty shitty. But the line is 7.5 for the, uh, the Skins as I, underdogs. Sorry, th- Skins, football team.
0: I think I overestimated the Rams' defense a little bit um, and the Rams in general. They, the first couple weeks, they looked pretty good. Now they, that, that performance against the Giants was some crap. I like the kettleballers.
1: Kettleballers. the points um so i'm gonna take the rams here i do think i do agree with you that their performance against the giants was not good 17 points against a team that doesn't have a great defense is shitty it's not good um but i think again i'm I'm a big believer in bounce back games I, i really think that the rams even with an eight point win over the giants their coach is gonna have their asses working out this week um i think they're gonna be ready and if they don't cover this spread, the ha- coach is going to have their ass again. Um, so I like the Rams. Even traveling across the country, I don't, I, I don't believe in the time zone bullshit. Some people buy it re- really deep it into does it. doesn't matter. I, I don't buy into it as much. Um, I'm going to take How the Rams. How many times
0: have you played a highly competitive sport event at 10 a.m.?
1: That's, uh, that's not easy. Not to brag about my vacations. I'm about to fly to San Diego and go surf this weekend. Well, then it's
0: the opposite. It's 4 p.m. and 1 o'clock to you. Oh, so
1: you you don't think just going across the country either way matters. You think only going east. east. Yes, correct. Correct. Interesting. Well, I don't buy any of that bullshit anyways. So (laughs) next game, um, Panthers-Falcons. The Carolina Panthers, um, Do they have a quarterback? Yeah, yeah, Bridgewater. Bridgewater's playing pretty well, actually. I know. He He had a great game this past week. I'm thinking about picking him up in fantasy. He looks good. They're going against the Falcons, who we know did not have a great defense. They just got uh, worked by the Packers. Actually, you know, I mean, it it, hung in that game. It wasn't a workover. The the, the Packers, Packers the Packers covered right. Like they won by like two touchdowns. But um, Falcons D hasn't looked great. Um, But the Panthers, I mean, obviously, are not without McCaffrey. They're not not a. They're not a phenomenal team either. Um, so you would think this one's pretty close. The spread is pretty close. The Falcons are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home.
0: It's time the Falcons win a game because they do have too much offensive talent. Carolina's not super explosive, although Bridgewater's played well. Yep. I actually like the Falcons to finally get the first win here minus the points.
1: Okay, well, we have a lot of different picks this week, so it'll be really interesting to see how this turns out. I have the Panthers. Um, I think Bridgewater's found a stride. I think you know they, in the last two weeks, have looked a lot better than their first two weeks. Um, you know, I, I almost am second-guessing myself because is it, is it time for them to regress to their actual true position? I don't know. Which is kind of what the Cardinals
0: are doing right now, which is why they are losing the Jets.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't agree with that. But I, I'm going to take the Panthers here. Um, part of it is, I think, that two-and-a-half number. It, oh, no, that doesn't go in my favor. Who's going to win the, the game, way. baby. I, no, Big I, I I don't know. I mean, the Falcons have a better offense than the Panthers do, but Teddy Bridgewater has looked good. They've been consistent. I I just like the Panthers. I think they have more momentum than than the Falcons do. Um, Let's jump to the next game. I want to make sure I'm trying to hit all the 1 o'clocks first. The Bills at the Titans. Um, So this is one where we're pretty sure it's going to happen. The Titans still had that COVID stuff pushed their thing back. They They
0: had no positives at all today. That was reported this morning. Or I believe
1: it was the test for, from yesterday, but reported
0: mm-hmm. today. So that's a good sign. I think we're heading towards a game
1: here. This may be the only game where the two teams are both undefeated. Yeah, I think it is. Um, Bills are 4-0. Titans are 3-0. Bills are one-point favorites on the road at the Titans. Uh, it, it is hard to pick against the Buffalo Bills right
0: now against anything but an elite team. I'm taking the Bills. I think they look great. I, both sides of the ball. Tennessee obviously could have some guys missing. We really don't know. Uh, Josh Allen is like – if if Russell Wilson's the MVP candidate, the lead MVP candidate right now, Josh Allen's like third or fourth. He's, He's up not there. that far behind. He's up there. I like, him, I like Buffalo.
1: Hey, Mayrod. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of guys that are having a good season. Josh Allen I think is the most unexpected of all of them. Like you know that Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are going to sure. be up there year after year. But, yeah, Josh Allen has had a phenomenal season. Uh, I, I don't think mm-hmm. – one is enough points to give the Bills. I thought this was going to be a four to six point spread. I'm surprised it was one also. It just got released today so there's a chance you make. You guys may want to take this one early. I could totally see it see this move, swinging yeah, I mean, in favor of the Bills. I could see so. the game gets postponed.
0: And it, this could be one of those things where the game gets pushed to Monday night or something like that. Right. We still don't really know what's going to happen. If it doesn't
1: happen this week, if it if it moves to Monday, we'll still count it. If it doesn't happen this week, we'll scrap it like we did Titans Steelers last week, but I'm with you on the Bills. Let's jump to the next one. Jag Jaguars at the Texans. The Texans recently fired Bill O'Brien. GM, Romeo, and coach. Romeo's
0: in charge now. Oh, God, you—you you guys have heard me profess my love for Deshaun Watson on the show already. Uh, the poor guy's 0 for 4 now, and you know he's better than that. I—I didn't I even hear what you say with the spread. Well, well I didn't give you the spread I mean, yet. I, to I, you. I
1: want the Houston Texans. I want them. The Texans are minus six and a half point favorites. All right, well, hold up. But, but it's against be, the Jaguars.
0: That might be too many points, though. No. Screw against it. the Jaguars. Go. Let's go. Okay,
1: Texans, minus
0: points. Let's
1: go. All right. Well, I've got the Jags here. I think six and a half is too much. I think with all <laughs> – I kind of
0: too. I'm regretting <laughs> pick, we'll I kind of regret my thing, but will take it. I am surprised
1: they're that favorited. <laughs> I I, I think that part of it is, is you know, they – I think they're a better team than the Jaguars. I do think they're a better team, but what really makes a difference for me is all this off-the-field stuff that happened. They have a new head coach all of a sudden. Who's a bet? I mean, Romeo yeah, was the chief he coach. Vet. He
0: worked for Belichick for years. He knows what he's doing.
1: There's enough off-the-field stuff, you know, whatever, hatred for him that I think, you know, there's a chance they may let this get to their heads. Six and a half seems like a lot of points. I'm going to take the Jags for that reason. The Jags have shown some fight against good teams like the Titans um, earlier this season. So, you know, really the, the spread made the difference for me. And every, every time you change a head coach, I, I have a hard time betting on teams like that. Um, next game is... The Raiders at the Chiefs, another divisional matchup. The Chiefs are no doubt the favorites. Do you want to guess by how much again?
0: I'm going to say around a touchdown, maybe seven and a half this time.
1: Thirteen and a half for the Chiefs. Is it that much?
0: Yeah. I like the Raiders. All right. The Chiefs are, when they get to January, they're going to still, my pick to win the Super Bowl, repeat. I think everybody's picking. I'm not saying, that's not any kind of take. I think a lot of people think that um but they're not they're not on their a game right now and I, I think the raiders are a highly competitive team i don't think the raiders are necessarily a playoff team i think they're the kind of team that's going to go around eight and eight uh, but that's a lot of points for a Chiefs team that just doesn't seem to play optimally right now i'm going to go with the raiders
1: yeah so i mean the, the raiders played a. And the dec- raiders run the ball the raiders points. played a decent game against the bills um you know the bills are a really good team and they only lost by a touchdown so i can see them potentially staying in this the difference maker for me was again just like the number three, the number seven, the number fourteen means a lot to me because they're, they only need to cover thirteen and a half right. here. I like the Chiefs. Their offense is great. You know they just played last night. You know they didn't look great against the Pats D in the first half, but I think Belichick always coaches it incredible the defense. here? Do you have that handy? Yeah, let me pull that up for you. But while I do that, I, I think the the offense for the Chiefs is going to get going. Over-under is 56. See,
0: if I was going to make two picks here, I love the dog and the over.
1: And the over? The I'm dog and the over? Dog and the over. Is that a little parlay move for no. you? No. Separate, Just, as as separate right. picks.
0: As separate picks.
1: Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Chiefs. I, I think you know they are going to go back, even after a win over the Patriots, w- w- which we'll get to the Patriots in a second, because you know they played pretty well with a crappy oh couple, my God. couple quarterbacks. Hoyer,
0: and and, and that
1: That ridiculous non-fumble call. I mean, that was ridiculous. Why are you blowing the whistle? That was was silly. But, I mean, the the Chiefs looked tough in the first half. I don't think they're going to be happy with that performance. I think they're going to go out and try to prove something to people, even against the Raiders, who they're going to beat. But I think they're going to beat them by two touchdowns. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Okay, next game is Giants at Cowboys. Another divisional matchup here. The Cowboys are at home. Nine-and-a-half point favorites.
0: Both these teams are bad in different ways I'm, I'm very disappointed in the Giants offense right now I I, I knew their defense was not going to be great I thought they would score more even without Barkley the Cowboys can score they they, they have no defense but I I like to minus the points here and I hate the Cowboys but I, I God, the Giants just aren't offering nearly enough offensively and I didn't see that coming I think the Cowboys win this by like 14 to 17 points.
1: Yeah, I, I saw a stat today where there are like quite a few receivers who have more touchdowns than the Giants do as a whole, like individual. Like I think Odell Beckham has four touchdowns, and I think the Giants this whole season have three.
0: Watching Jones, considering he turns the ball, he first fumbles the ball too much. Interceptions don't bother me, the young quarterback. That's just understanding the speed of defense that you're playing against. Right. Fumbles are a different problem. That that is a potential long-term problem. Um, but it's funny, he turns the ball over a fair amount. But he's also not a risk taker. You know, if you're going to be a good, gu- you know, as as old funny-duddy as Eli Manning's personality seemed, Eli Manning, if you really watched him over the years, was a gunslinger. He, he had a far mentality. Eli would just throw it. He didn't
1: care. Right. Which, you know. That's how you put points on the board.
0: Wasn't always the best idea, but he went to Super Bowls doing the same thing. Daniel Jones... I don't know. There's like a slight regression from last year. He seems very hesitant, and I don't like what I'm seeing right
1: now. Yeah, so I, I like the Cowboys minus 9.5 here, too. I think the big things for me is the Cowboys' offense, which really Well, no, they're going to score. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, don't, I don't think the Giants, even against a college defense, know. Like, they don't inspire me that they can no, score against. There's the, no, And like, they played right Clemson. On. I'm not going to do the old, uh, can nah. Clemson beat the worst team? But I do think that Clemson's defense would keep the Giants down, and I think the Cowboys' defense will definitely keep them down. Ten points, or 9.5 points, not enough here. I'm taking the Cowboys, too. Okay. Colts at Browns. This is an interesting one because two teams that have potential to be good. Um, you, know, I,
0: you know where I'm picking.
1: I don't know if I know where you're picking, um, but the Colts are at the Browns. The Browns are two-point underdogs at home. Oh,
0: I've got the Browns winning this game. I've got the Browns winning the AFC North. We're starting to see how good they are. I know they're down a couple running backs right now. What? I the that, AFC I said, North. I said that a couple of weeks ago. The Cleveland Browns will win the AFC Over North. Over the Ravens this year. and the Steelers? The Cleveland Browns will win the AFC North this year. Oh, they, my God. They are on the a team in that division. They will win the AFC North this year. I like the Browns to win this game. I like the Browns right now. I think they're. A potential 13-win team.
1: I got to check to make sure someone didn't spike your Bud Light seltzer or something because that is fucking crazy. The Browns, there is zero chance they're winning that division. Um, Not because they're not good, but because the Steelers and the Ravens are really fucking good. Um, This game, though, this particular game, Colts at Browns, I could see going either way. Um, I like the Colts because I think their defense is better than the Browns. Um, Admittedly, like – uh, I, I, the reason I hesitate on picking the Colts here, I do think they have a better defense. But, like, if it's a close game, Phil Rivers in the fourth quarter. I think going to give it up. Uh, yeah, he'll, I, he'll it up I don't on know. Six. I don't he'll know. know. Um, the Browns won't have Chubb. Chubb's on no. IR. But Kareem Hunt has been really good. So, I, you know, that doesn't worry me too much. I'm picking the Colts here, minus two, uh, mostly on defense. But I am worried about Phil Rivers. Um, okay, Vikings at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are seven-point favorites against the Vikings. You know, I think the Seahawks are a better team. Vikings have scored, though. Their offenses looked okay. Maybe the Vikings have woken
0: up. There's no way this team is as bad as they played the first few weeks. I don't buy it. I know they're better than this. I like the Vikings plus the points here. I think this is going to be a close game.
1: Okay, well, this week is shaping up for us to pick a lot of different teams. It'll be exciting to see how this all plays out. I'm taking the Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson has been so good. Yes. I think the Seahawks defense with Jamal Adams has been... Adam's out. Is he out this He's week? Out. Well, Throwing. that doesn't help, but the defense has been better than, you know, in a couple games than I thought they would be. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks. Russell Wilson will score. Russell R- R- Wilson will win this game. The question for me is whether they'll win it by a full touchdown or whether it's a, a field goal game. Um, okay, we only got three more teams here. We're five minutes from the top of the, top of the hour-long podcast we don't want to go over. So... Dolphins at 49ers. 49ers are eight-point favorites over the Dolphins. Know, who the hell
0: wait, is Jimmy G playing? Have, have Jimmy been,
1: G is, is likely to play from what I'm hearing. That obviously
0: changes things. I know Fitz was named the starter this week because there was some thought, two of might get his first shot. Yeah. Um, the Jimmy G factor is a huge factor. I don't know. I'm going to go with Miami. Uh, okay. I just – the Niners still have a ton of injuries. I, they looked horrible against the – horrible against the Eagles – and until they get more of their guys back, I, I know the Niners are a very good team when they have their guys. Right. They're missing so many bodies right
1: now. Yeah, so the, the, note, the, the things that are going to make the difference for me, and I'm going to pick the 49ers minus eight, and I'm going to regret it if um, Mostert doesn't come back. Um, I think McKinnon's actually been a solid McKinnon's fill-in in for played him. McKinnon's actually quite well. Um, and, and he's definitely going to play. Mostert could come back this right. week. I think the added depth of a second running back, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's, Wilson's just been yeah fine. But um, him, and then – I think for me, Debo Samuel is actually back against the Eagles, but I think you know they like kind of eased him back a little bit. I right. think we're going to see Debo get a lot more passes, especially if Jimmy G's in. Um, if Jimmy, Debo, and uh, Kidd- Mostert play, yeah. Kittle played last week. Kittle, he was fucking good. Um, I, I like the 49ers to cover 10 if, if they all play. If they don't, then I'm kind of shit out of luck. But Okay, Broncos at Pats. Pats are minus 11.5. Seems like a lot of points. It, if it all comes got out of Cam's playing or not. Yeah. If
0: Cam's not going to play, it's going to be a close game. If Cam does play, I think the Pats dominate the Broncos. Uh, my my not knowing if he's going to play, I'm going to take the Broncos, and that's strictly the reason why. It really comes out of Cam. And I'm
1: I'm actually doing the opposite. Cause I, I think Cam hopefully will be back. Um, I heard something about a false positive potentially with him, so I'm hoping he's back. If if they are, the Pats should crush him. If they're not, then you know. We, there's questions about Hoyer and Stidham. Both, yeah. both of them look tough Well, I think you got to go
0: Stidham here. You can't go Hoyer
1: again. Um, okay, last game. Chargers at Saints. Saints are minus seven and a half point favorites at home. They've been better. They're not crushing anybody like we thought they might. But, you know, the, the Chargers are struggling. Is Michael so. Thomas back? Yes, he, he is probable. Saints. Okay. I think
0: the Saints minus the points. If Thomas is back, it's completely different. They are a completely different team.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that's all we got. Uh, My top four are Bucks minus five, Cards minus seven, Bills minus one, and Jags plus six and a half. Those are my top four for the week. Um, I will say my record just as a whole has been better overall than just the top whatever. The
0: Cards are not going to win that football game, I'm telling you guys. Okay, we'll see. The New York Jets are going to stupidly win that game. Stupidly. They shouldn't win it, but they're going to.
1: Well, let's close it out. I mean, what else, what else do you want to pitch here? Obviously, Dirty Water is the spot to watch NFL games on the weekends. You got any other plugs? What guys, do you uh, the
0: Bulldogs, we've been packing it the first two weeks. I fully expect to be sold out. If you need Georgia seats, you better hit me up in the next day. Today's Tuesday. You better hit me by Wednesday because they'll be gone by Thursday. Uh, Pat's played 425 Sunday. Same thing. Uh, I Hit me early in the week, guys, and you know how to do it. Follow Dirty Water DC on all the social media Uh, platforms and message it goes right to me message Instagram directly or text the number that I post on our Instagram story and that's how to get reservations for seats for Saturday Georgia Sunday Patriots
1: that's it man yeah I I don't have much the only thing I have is you know give us feedback too if you want to just message Chris or I you know uh, you know follow us on Instagram Twitter social media whatever it is let us know what you want to hear in the future if there's any stuff that you think we're ignoring Let us know. We're happy to talk about it. We're happy to pander you guys a little bit, give you what you want to hear. Not that your picks are always going to agree with ours, but we'll at least talk about it. So thank you guys for everything. As always, it's been fun.
0: That's episode 11. Thanks, guys.